0: I knew it was possible. Oh, it's possible, all right. I knew the answer would come. Hey, man. We're all going to fly over that fence, and Mr. Rhodes is going to show us how, right? Oh. That's right. What? Did you say fly? You can teach us. No, I can't. Oh. Listen, shh, you hear that? That's the open road calling my name, and I was born to answer that call. Bye. <laughs> you must have very good hearing.
1: Hello and welcome to Rose Tinted Review, the show where every week we pick something we feel nostalgic for, we then revisit and review it to find out whether or not our hindsight truly is twenty twenty, or if we've just been wearing rose-tinted glasses. I'm your host, Connor O'Keen, and I'm joined as always by my good friend and co-host, Michael Gerbaz. Michael, how are you, my man?
0: Oh, what kind of nostalgia?
1: (laughs) Uh, Music nostalgia. Oh. (laughs) Couldn't even finish the You wanted me to say my favorite? Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to bait you into it.
0: (laughs) Podcast nostalgia, you great lummox. Oh,
1: dear. Uh, This week's film, of course, is the 2000. uh, It's so weird just saying 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. As a year. Um, 2000 stop motion animated comedy film, Chicken Run. Produced by Artem Animations with help from Pathé. I don't know if it's Pathé or Path. Fucking accent on the on the word doesn't matter. Uh, it's got one of those umlaut thingies. Yeah, uh, it's got like a like a hyphen or something. Uh uh-huh. first feature length film. uh, and the fourth DreamWorks film, directed by Peter Lord and Nick Park, from a screenplay by Kerry Kurt Patrick, with a story by Lord and Park. The film stars the voices of Julia Sawala, Mel Gibson, Tony Haygarth, Miranda Richardson, Phil Daniels, Lynn Ferguson, Timothy Spall, Imelda Staunton and Benjamin Whitrow. The film tells the story of a group of anthropomorphic chickens, British anthropomorphic chickens to be precise, who meet an American rooster named Rocky Rhodes, who promises to help them escape Tweedy's farm. Those chickens are up to summit.
0: They're organised, I know it. It's chickens, you dolt. Apart from you, they're the most stupid creatures on this planet. They don't plot, they don't scheme, and they are not (laughs) organised.
1: Order, order.
0: Oh, my goodness, man. I was just looking. It's been over 60 episodes since we did Wallace and Gromit.
1: Ah, man, I was wondering if we were uh, approaching 100. Not quite, just shy, but... Still, very cool. Um, after doing Wallace and Gromit, it seemed only right to to leave it a bit before eventually hitting Chicken Run. Yeah, because you don't want to run out of,
0: do them all in a row and then a couple of years down the track oh, I'm feeling nostalgic for this. And you're like, suck it, you already did it. Too bad. Yeah,
1: you're not allowed to feel nostalgic for that anymore. Yep, no. <laughs> but, yeah, it seemed like it was it was time. I felt like revisiting it myself and, you know, justify as much of my day as possible by, you know, saying it was for a podcast or for this, that or the other. <laughs> Speaking
0: of time, I didn't realise that it has been a very long time since I've watched this movie. I, I cannot remember the last time I watched this movie. Yeah, me neither. But it was I've watched it at great length. I only know this because uh, we owned it on videotape and I watched uh-huh. the hell out of it. And it has been so long that I didn't ever see it, the DVD version. Uh, so oh, I skipped wow. right to like the Blu-ray, and I've never seen it in anything besides the, t- the the VHS copy. God damn! So I've got a story about how I had a near miss of seeing this film at the cinema. Ooh, do tell! Because I was a stupid child, and I mm-hmm. don't think I realised that Chicken Run was from the people who made Walls and Gromit at the time. Okay. I don't know if my parents just thought it was so. For granted that they didn't like tell me or whether I wasn't paying attention or something, but it was around Christmas time, I believe. And Mm -hmm. uh, we all went to the cinema as a family and almost this is like one of the only times I ever remember this happening when we all went to the movies is that we actually Mm.
1: went to like two different movies in two groups. Dude. You are reciting my origin story with this film. Oh goodness! I, 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 I shit you not had the exact same experience. I, I I can't remember if I knew it was from the Wallace and Gromit guys or, or not, but um yeah, same thing. My sister wasn't interested in seeing this. Me and my dad wanted to see it, but and and mum was like, well, "All right, I'll, I'll go with cat to see something else." And she went and saw uh she went and saw 102 Dalmatians. Oh, okay. Uh, at the same time, like you know different screenings, and and it was, like, the first, I think, only time we ever did that.
0: Yeah, wow. Well, I didn't go to see Chicken Run that day (gasps) because I had just recently gone to the cinema to see The Grinch and thought Ah, it was fucking hilarious, laughed my ass off the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah, went, like, with a a friend's birthday, and so then there was a couple of us that it was seeing The Grinch or Chicken Run, and I think my dad went with me and my youngest brother to... Mm -hmm see The Grinch, and then my mum took my oldest brother and the other middle brother to Uh Chicken Run. Ah, cool. I'd already already fucking seen The Grinch, but I was just like, ah, it's so funny, I want to see it again. Like, it had so many funny quotable lines.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Not to say that The Grinch is a shit film, but I'm just kicking myself as a stupid child that I missed out on the opportunity of seeing this in the cinema, especially considering I know that I loved Walsh and Gromit so much as a kid, Yep. If I'd actually understood what I was missing out on. So did you end up seeing it in cinemas? Nope. Never oh ever. Oh, my I God. I didn't get to see it in the cinema. So I didn't see it until we got like a, we got uh, I think it was like a, a later Christmas, like the next Christmas, maybe I think around that time or or it yeah. was for a birthday because uh, three me and two of the other brothers all have birthdays in like October, December. So it's like right mm. near Christmas. One of my brothers got it for like a present. Mm and then we had the like nice VHS copy that we watched like 50 times through. Yeah. So first oh, time seeing the high definition Chicken Run
1: in my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How exciting! I can't wait to hear what you uh, what you derived from full HD Chicken Run. Just a um, lot of um like fingerprints on the clay. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Ooh, isn't that, isn't that the best though? Yeah. I uh yeah I I saw this movie in cinemas with my dad at the same time as my sister was watching fucking 102 Dalmatians. And, like, I came out convinced I'd seen the Superior film. Of course, she probably felt the same way about 102 (laughs) Dalmatians. But to this day, I haven't seen 102 Dalmatians, so I can't really comment. But I'm I'm certain, certain that I saw the better film that day. (laughs) And, man, I remember this just being so fucking exciting because, uh, again, I I, I liked Wallace and Gromit up to that point. Wallace and (laughs) Gromit. Wallace and Gromit up to that point. And I don't know if going in I realised it was the same people or or not. Maybe my dad mentioned it to me um, because he was a really big fan of the Creature Comforts shorts. Yeah, right. I guess, like, we're so young when we saw this that it is sort of that
0: we haven't necessarily gotten into that mode of, like, oh, this is, like, from the people that did this, and you're not, like, really thinking about the creative people behind that stuff yet necessarily?
1: yeah. Yeah, not necessarily. I think there are exceptions to that. Like, I feel like... I always knew that ET was directed by the same dude who did Jurassic Park. Okay. Um. Or or not always, obviously, but you know, I feel like I I clicked pretty early on that that was the same dude. Yeah. Just just or was told that that was the same dude and uh thought okay, so this guy is known for being you know he's a big name. Yeah. You know, but yeah, in in terms of this, uh, either my dad told me it was before going in or once we started watching. I I remember being so excited to be seeing that kind of animation and those sorts of characters on the big screen with this amazing soundtrack and it being so cinematic and starting off so strong and being so consistently funny and then for the last act being so fucking exciting. Like we've talked about this before coming out of a movie like Shadow Boxing. Yes! I came out of fucking chicken run Shadow Boxing, man. Shadow peddling. Um, shadow peddling. I was like, yes, keep me, Cage. Um, yeah, I, I loved this film uh, when I was a kid. I We never ended up owning uh, our own copy of it. I think we ended up getting a DVD copy eventually when my younger sister's were kids uh, just because you know that sort of that sort of animation? I mean, we talked about it with with Toy Story, like three D animation mm. of any kind. Um, it really, uh, was a way to keep them fucking occupied. <laughs> so I think Chicken Run would have gotten a good spin then. Yeah, uh, and I think maybe I would have re-watched this uh, maybe when I was about twenty one or so, but haven't gone back to it since, and um, didn't go back to it with any real regularity as a kid either. Uh, so it's still still fairly fresh I still get a lot out of it and it was fun to watch watch this time uh I think the plot for this movie or the, the way this story plays out you can see basically everything coming a mile away it's kind of a it's a it's a it's a kid's film mm. not in the in the in a derogatory sense but it, it has to be like it's it's a lot of tried and true tropes and beats that Eventually, if you watched enough movies, you can just see coming a mile away, and that's fine. But the execution is so oh fucking goodness. good so that good. you forgive. You, like you, you don't. You're not looking for anything else. It's it's done so well and done in this medium so well that you forgive any what you could. If you were being cynical, call a, a lack of originality or, or whatever. Well, no. You go, yeah, I- but it's fucking chickens, yeah, Exactly. Bro, and it's exactly. stop motion. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Like, this is this is so
0: exciting and so much fun. It's it's so good. Um, fun- funnily enough, The Great Escape was actually a film that my parents did like expose it to us. I don't know if they had like a recorded copy on VHS or something, or it came on mm-hmm. one afternoon on a weekend. Um, and they're like, oh, The Great Escape, that's great. And like, I remember enjoying that movie because it is like they've got their like all of the cool little like, oh, we flip this thing over and there's all these hidden passages and, and whatnot and stuff. Mm. So it was funny that it's such a much older, older film. And then as a kid watching a kid's film that's made f- like the audiences for kids um, mm. predominantly and actually being able to like recognize it. It's like, oh, my God, this is The Great Escape is really cool. Ah, that's neat. The the at the beginning the montage of escape plans, the one that is the like the tunnel that they dig under the under like one of their uh, buildings and stuff with mm. the little mine track and stuff. Yeah, that they're on their tummies with that like is just the plot of how they do escape in the Great Escape. Right, right. But like one, if you haven't seen the Great Escape, I don't know what the Great Escape is. Doesn't matter. It's still. No. An excellent, enjoyable, entertaining, funny movie. But yeah. the the underlying premise of taking what if like World War II concentration camp for American soldiers and put it as stop motion animated chickens on an egg yeah. farm <laughs> is just so inherently funny Yeah. in execution that you have these like farmers acting like these like yeah, uncommandant like... Yeah, yeah big yeah. boots that aren't, like, your polished Nazi boots. They're your big Wellington gum gum boots. boots and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's treated with that kind of severity and stuff. It's just yeah. so funny the whole time. I don't think it ever, like, yeah, like, runs out of steam
1: or or gets tired with that premise. No, that, that premise wonderful. never gets tired, yeah. I think when I say, like, there's stuff in there that's kind of, uh, you know where it's going, it's it's more the conflict between Rocky and Absolutely, Ginger. yeah. Like, that's, I get that. that's but like... Uh, again, I agree, like, yeah. it doesn't matter, like, it
0: is... The, this type of movie like it is in some way a parody film mm. like a top secret is even though yeah, it's a true, chicken run true so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. off to be like oh the plot's kind of like predictable and goes through the motions of that kind of movie it's like yeah yeah because that's that's the whole premise is that they are that's doing the gag. Yeah, this structure
1: yeah. of a film well it's almost the it's almost the marx brothers thing of like that the the plot and the premise is kind of taken care of, and it's just gags. Yeah, it's, it's just that it's Wallace them, and it's them style humor. Slapped, yeah, chucked into the the it's those three dudes, excuse me, four dudes chucked into the context of this kind of story. Mm. And in this case, it's like, okay, here are all the, the players, you know how this this plays out, but they're all chickens. Yeah. <laughs> and in, in a British chicken farm. Like Yeah, it's great. And and to
0: the point of like uh slotting those type of things into a setting. Yes, we're, the setting is a chicken farm, but this is Arden animation, so it's animated like Wallace and Gromit. Chickens don't have teeth. Don't care. That is like the signature <laughs> animation style of <laughs> this stop motion animation is the wider <laughs> than their face mouths. With teeth. It's so funny. I didn't even click.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that chickens don't have teeth, but that, at no point am I going, oh, chickens don't have teeth. I'm fucking blow your brain. <laughs> 22 years later. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, and I remember uh, being really thrilled by this movie and, again, it being one of those special movies that made my dad laugh as well mm. um, and that being really exciting for me as a, as a kid too because... I don't know. My dad's the was the funniest motherfucker I knew. Yeah, <laughs> at yeah, that, yeah, at that age, and he's still one of the funniest motherfuckers I know. <laughs> yeah, the the like the the prospect of making that man laugh mm. was like goals. Yeah, for that was a kid. Was,
0: yeah, yeah. This was one that like everybody in the family loved as well. All six of us. So yeah, it was like it wouldn't matter if like one person put the tape on like. You hear one of those gags like you're walking past the TV and you like it, it just hooks you and then yeah, like yeah, you yeah. would all end up watching it by the end. Now, which bunk is mine? Absolutely outrageous!
1: Asking a senior officer to share his quarters. And with a non-commissioned yak no less. Uh, why back in my day hey. I'd never done. You weren't exactly my first choice either. Scooter. Your wings are my side of the bunk.
0: Your side of the bunk? The whole bunk is my side of the bunk.
1: Just- it reminds me a little bit of uh Empress New Groove in that way that like it is so easily quotable. Yeah. Uh and and for great reason. Like there's there's really fucking good lines in this movie. Everyone goes oh, to so the good. like the, you know, I don't want to be a pie, I don't like Gravy and shit like that. The of course the the thing that you opened with, the, you know, what kind of pies? Yeah. Apple. Ooh, my favorite. Uh, but even like the, when he's being attacked by the chickens, I mean, he's like, you know, the chickens are They're revolting. revolting.
0: <laughs> Stuff like that. So good. The delivery of all of those lines by like everybody is just like pitch perfect, excellent. Everybody has their own really distinct kind of humor for each character. Like Mrs. Yeah, Tweedy yeah. being so like maniacally
1: evil. Stupid, worthless creatures. Sick and tired of making minuscule profits. Yeah, being
0: poor. <laughs> and then you look it, down at the the magazine that's like sick and tired of making minuscule profits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like, what? I, I love that, that. Like, I really liked that on this viewing because it felt almost like, just like, yeah, that's how advertising works. <laughs> like, is, <yeah. laughs> she, she got algorithms, pre-algorithm. You know, it's not as
0: advanced as a as an algorithm like that. They're like, hey. We're sell. We've got this magazine selling, telling people how much money they'll make if they have a chicken f- a chicken farm. Yeah. Why don't we send this to all the egg farmers yeah, in the mail? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. boom, perfect targeted advertisements. Like yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I like the idea that she might have like seen that when like pulling the mail out of the mailbox or something, or like glanced it at it, but not taken much notice, and it's like embedded, accepted <laughs> the, the idea in her head. <laughs> but them those characters, Mister and Missus Tweedy. <sighs> Uh, have this great, like, it's almost like a, a, a Roald Dahl quality to them mm. uh, in how they're villains. They're so positively wicked. Yeah. You man. know, it's fucking awesome. Positively wicked in
0: this while at the same time, Mr. Tweety is like the more kind of like pathetic.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's like ineffectual.
0: Yeah, and like trying to sort of combat the chickens down at the chickens level, where Missus Tweedy is like, <laughs> "Well, what if I kill them all, make them into pies and stuff?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm watching them through my eyeglasses and stuff." <laughs> like he's got a he's got that Daffy Duck quality of like the cosmic joke around him and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like. But, but it's far more like pathetic because it's almost as though he's not aware of. So much of it, like yeah, so much yeah, of it, yeah. is, is going over his head. Yeah, he's just this this bumbling fool <laughs> at, at the whim of mm. everyone and everything around him. It's always so funny. Like I just
0: just visually, there's something really humorous about when, like, when we're looking at the chickens normally in a scene, the way that they, I'm I'm guessing they probably would have animated them because it's like size is just like it's it's you're only able to get so much detail into a size of something. Most Mm. of the chickens would be animated at like the same size as what a Wallace and Gromit regular claymation puppet rig is. And Mm. then so are the human characters. And so when the human characters are like picking up the chickens, those chickens are like scaled down, less detailed versions of them. But whenever like Mr. Tweety like grabs one of the chickens by its neck and just kind of like holds it, it's like, yeah, that looks hilarious. I don't know. Like there's sort of that like... Their necks, like it's like that bowling pin profile, that's so really funny <laughs> when they pick them up, and it sort <laughs> yes. of reminds me of um, uh, what's his name from? from feathers from McGraw. Feathers McGraw. It's like he trousers. doesn't. He yeah, doesn't have absolutely. the wide mouth, but he's like when he puts that rubber glove on, it's like that's the similar profile. But yeah, he's it a absolutely instead. is.
1: Yeah, and I love that all of this stuff that we're that we're talking about, like the the way they pull off the premises, is by taking it all so seriously, treating it so sincerely shooting it you know cinematically and lighting it cinematically and all that stuff uh and establishing the villains as these you know nasty uh esque kind of villains it's all done within the first like 2 minutes of the movie that yeah. opening sequence is is scary it's a it's a bit scary it's it's exciting it's funny and it's cinematic again in a way that makes you go holy fuck like we're in for a treat here yeah yeah like i think you can't sell that concept of like
0: prisoner at war camp unless you keep it as dramatically high as that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah like the like to the like ridiculousness you've got like it's chicken wire around the fence because it's it's chickens but then there's mm. like a watchtower that like a sniper could be sitting at but there's no sniper <laughs> there and stuff and like you've got these like strong like down lights like mm. they would have for like people escaping but it's like realistically it's like well, no one's operating these huge lights, swing them around the yeah. towers like you'd use your torch, but it needs to be there to look the part and and have that traumatic lighting and like look really serious. Mm. Uh, yeah, I love Ginger getting chucked into the like the little coal. Um, yeah, thing, the solitary confinement. Which is the solitary confinement, and then that's the that's the main character from Great Escape. He's he's doing that. He bounces the tennis ball against the wall yeah. and stuff like that in the solitary confinement. But instead, it's like a Brussels sprout. And
1: yeah, yeah. And again, like straight off the bat, it's so full of like neat little and and thoughtful touches where they could have just had it be a, p- a tennis ball. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's still the gag still works if it's a tennis ball. But the fact that they thought no, 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 it's, it can't be a tennis ball. It has to be chicken size. Yeah, <laughs> let's make it a Brussels sprout. Again, it all it it, it takes this. Larger than life, like typically American premise, and Britishifies it. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and does so so. Um, I don't know, unapologetically. Mm. Uh, this being Arden's first uh, feature film, it feels like they really they really put knocked it foot down the and park. go like, we're doing it, we're doing it our way. You've come to us wanting wanting you know gold from us because you like the Wallace and Gromit stuff. All right, like we're on board, but we're doing it. we this is how we do it. This is how we do things. And I think having the the a character voiced by Mel Gibson, like big you know, American yeah. movie star, uh, or at least American accented movie star. In fact,
0: I'm not even certain he was
1: American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's like he's there as like the the Hollywood insert, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. but the story being told is like British, yes, British.
0: And <laughs> uh, where is that exactly? Uh, just a little place I call the Land of the Free and
1: the Home of the Brave, Scotland. No. America. Oh, America. Oh, America! Poppycock. Pushy Americans, always showing up late for every war. Overpaid, oversexed, and over here.
0: Yeah, like they absolutely killed it with this movie and it's like a pity that they haven't seemed to be able to like knock something out of the park as good as this mm. uh, after the facts. Like I remember really being excited to go see the Wallace and Gromit film and that mm. excitement of like you were talking about seeing this movie in the cinema that like, oh, my God, I'm seeing this type of animation, but on the big screen is really cool. But mm-hmm. even as like a teenager or however old I was when I saw the Wallace and Gromit film, mm. I could tell it wasn't as good as those original shorts. Mm. And I think it's a good decision that they were known for Wallace and Gromit, but like chicken run, this this exists in its own world, it doesn't have this, like... They didn't start with a format that was shorts and then try and come up with a feature film plot mm. for the characters. It's like this is a really well-constructed, like, film narrative. Mm. Just going back again to the the design of all of everything. I love the, like, the that, that wider, wider mouth than the, it is their head mm. look is so good. I love that the chickens... Hips kind of mirror the uh, the the head profile, <laughs> like their body profile yeah. is like that as well. Yeah, they do it a bit. They really went like, okay, we have this style of animation that we've done in Wallace and Gromit. We've had a penguin impersonating a chicken. What does a chicken mm. actually look like when it comes to our style? And it's such mm. such a great aesthetic that it doesn't feel like oh, it's not quite. Like as good as the original Wallace and Gromit or something. Like there's something off about it. Like they translated that from human to anthropomorphic bird so well. Yeah, yeah. And then like the one thing you were talking about of like yeah, no, they can't have a, a tennis ball. They need like a, a chicken-sized thing. The one like difference in that is the the stuff that they make themselves. So they all have like just a little bit of jewelry around their neck or a hat <laughs> on. Well, that's or a scarf that's what or I was something.
1: That's what I was going to say too, the fact that like they, it's like, okay, they're, they're, it's not just that they're like chickens, and they want to escape uh, or that they're British chickens. The The design of of all the chickens, they all look like slightly, uh, they, they look like a, a knitting group. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole time and to the point where one of them is just constantly knitting. Yeah. They look like. You know your mum's book club or some shit. Oh, absolutely! In this, situ- in this situation, to the point where you've got like Babs, who's like just like oh, yeah, okay. Babs, like, Babs always is like missing. the
0: quintessential best
1: of that, where it's like yeah, she is just such an airheaded.
0: This is a chicken farm, and we are the chickens.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then there's uh, Bunty is like the the kind of bigger the bigger lady in the group, who's kind of boorish uh, and 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 you know skeptical and and a bit of, bit of a, a naysayer in the ranks. The same way you'd have that that friend who's always like you know oh yeah no yeah we'll see about that like it's that kind of thing you know
0: and yeah that just the the sincerity that they show all of this off with like it's super dramatic uh, like they do a good job in that opening as well of setting up the stakes where it's like it's funny as well as dramatic but there's there's real risk to these villains mm, yeah uh, yeah we we see Edwina oh she hasn't been laying eggs. Fucking chop her head off, they cook mm. her for dinner. So you're like, oh, these guys are like comic book mustache twirling style villains. Mm-hmm. They're super yeah, duper. There are there are real stakes. But here. there's real stakes. Although with these real stakes and these like escape plans that they need to hide, they don't need to hide the fact that they're wearing hats or, or little pearl necklaces around them. It's no, just like no. this is this, this funny little uh detail where it's like, no, because we need we need to tell them apart. We need that, that British housewife yeah, vibe yeah. to the characters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they need to be dressed like this in the same way that, you know, when Rocky comes on the scene, he's got a fucking scarf on like a cowboy.
1: Yeah. Because he's the American one. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like they make these little concessions to like that that kind of, you know, negate the, the, the straight-facedness of it, but in ways that... It, enhance the, the overall yeah. product, you yeah. know? It's, a, it's a, f- a fine line to skirt. They never go too far one way or the other. Mm.
0: Something that's hilarious. It's a little bit more real world realistic in a sense. Like they're all want to wear clothes and whatever because you're like, oh, they're anthropomorphic animals, whatever. They're like knitting stuff where one of the rats, I don't know whether it's Nick or Fletcher, his hat mm. is like a used condom that the end has been stitched up on. I did not notice that (laughs) Check the tapes man It's like a (laughs) semi-translucent Hat that he wears Hang on I gotta look this shit up It's to use Johnny as the Brits would call it
1: In it (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god it is (laughs) Oh that's so funny Cause
0: they're rats Oh, this beautiful little number. All the rides in the fashionable chicken coops of Paris. Simply pop it on like so, and as the French hen say, voila!
1: That is French. That's two hats in one, miss. For parties. For weddings. <sighs> oh, but, madame, this makes you look like a vision, like a dream. Like a duck. Oh, uh, God. I, speaking of those rats, uh, I do love their addition to the thing. It's like they could have... And I guess they do fit the bill of, like, the kind of uh,
0: wacky Spy. comic
1: relief oh. character in, in the context of this being a kid's film. And, yeah, yeah. You know, da, 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 da. But I, I like that they're almost like a couple of lockstock characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, like, they there's like wise
1: talking <laughs> Brits. It's fucking great. I love it when they're talking about the... Um, Rocky, you know, says that he's going to lay them a bunch of eggs yeah. in return, and then when they, when uh, Ginger comes to them and says like, "We'll actually give you eggs," and he's like, "Oh, sure," like Rocky was going to give us, you know, but, but roosters don't lay eggs, don't they? <laughs> no, it's a lady thing. Ask your mum. <laughs> yeah, ask your mum. <laughs> Shit like that. It's so good. Again, it's it's like we've talked about with other kids' films where inserting those jokes that perhaps will go over a kid's head, but a parent will, will get him. You can do that in a way that's kind of creepy or feels like yeah, at odds with a the tone a bit of crass. the rest of the piece. Yeah, or too crass. And here it's here it's it's good. It's just charming through and through. Yeah, yeah. I do remember uh, as a kid laughing hysterically every time. Uh, um, but let's say you know the the skinny one um, yeah. saying like "kiss your bum goodbye" and stuff like that. <laughs> and, you know, it's eggs from heaven. Nah, they're from her bum. Like stuff like that. I used to, oh my
0: god, I used to. Double over laughing. But again, like, it's hard to make just, like, word-based puns so funny and charming. Yeah, 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 normally yeah. normally you yeah,
1: like, fucking... Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Pun, pun, like, yeah, nah, right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but choose. then
0: they, they just, like, throw them out there and they're so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, like, almost every line that is delivered in this movie, but, like, the lines from Nick and Fletcher, they're just so funny, each
1: one. I think all of, all of the stuff that makes us laugh so hard in this movie is... Because yes, it's you know, it's chickens, it's mice and, you know, they're saying wacky shit. But they're all delivered with a like a kind of there's a there's a human quality to them. They talk mm. like like we do. Yeah. And even when they're not Talking, they're looking or giving, exchanging glances the way we do. It's the same thing that makes uh, Gromit so funny in Wallace and Gromit. Is yeah, like he doesn't yeah. say anything, but he'll give, he'll, he'll like make a face yeah, that we all know what that face means. Yeah, roll his eyes in a way that like tap his means fingers you know, on the table or something. Don't, don't get me started or whatever, and that's <laughs> that's hilarious. And it's the same thing here, like where the 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 chickens are all looking really despondent after you know realizing that they're being fattened up to to eat and um. Rocky sticks his head around the corner and, like, looks at all of them and Babs has knitted a noose. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, holds it up and just kind of looks at it like, well, oh. <laughs> it's so dark but it's so funny because it's, so like, such a human look. Mm, yeah. And so much to the, that I think is to do with the those little fucking eyes, man. Yeah, yeah. They carry so much, the way they animate him and, and move them and stuff, they, they uh, carry so much emotion. I don't like him. His eyes are too close together. He says, as every single
0: character's eyes in the movie is like touching one another.
1: <laughs> oh god! Yeah, to the point where whenever whenever Ginger like starts tearing up, I'm like, don't you get me going?
0: <laughs> oh, their um, their banter, the two rats, is really good. Like sort of like acting like they know their shit and clever, but then also like calling each other out on like saying stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like when they're um, they're they uh, Rocky set up like the the the, the little dance mm. uh, with the radio and stuff for everybody to lighten up after knitting a noose, yeah. and they're putting the fairy lights in, and he's just like, "You want to dance?" And he looks at him like like he's about to go like, "What do you mean you want to dance?" And he's like, uh, "Yeah, you're yeah, all right, <laughs> you're <"Yeah>, all right, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, I do love that line, that delivery. Uh, I feel like to." Uh, Everything up to that point at the the party and stuff uh, is good fun. The you know them trying to learn to fly and stuff. There's some good slapstick stuff and some really good lines, good gags. Uh, but about the the 47 minute mark where they bring the pie machine in and it goes into like oh, the wrong yeah. trousers, the you know um, close shave. Yeah, that it's close, close shave? shave kind of machine. Like yeah, you know they oh, love those
0: those kind of like piston like arms that go in and yeah, out of the machine. They do. Yeah, Yep. yep.
1: and we love them too, oh, man. I love it's so them. fucking good. I, I think that's that's where in the the theater like anytime it gets it, it got remotely scary and the stakes started to get really fucking high it was when I was like on the edge of my seat as a kid and it still works on me, man. Yeah, it is. It's it's awesome. The like going down the chute
0: and stuff and then like there's like blades, spinning blades and things yeah, and you're like yeah. oh shit. Yeah, it,
1: it, it all looks especially when uh, again when uh, mrs tweedy is like talking about like i want you know mrs tweedy shall be poor no more and the fucking like blades come out of the, oh, yeah. the, the thing and stuff like it's all so sinister and and effective and then yeah once they yeah like you say get into the the guts of the machine and it's it's truly horrifying oh dude it's so scary the oven when the like the fire lights and like
0: you've got those uh, like indiana jones moments of like yeah, running yeah, away yeah. from the gears or like sliding
1: under the door and grabbing <laughs> the hat the, the gag of him repeatedly falling into the pies it's so funny it's the, sh- the, the top, the, down, the, the top <laughs> down and it's like
0: a looney tunes cut out of him <laughs> in every single pie somehow she's like uh, pulling him out of the center one but it's like he's made his way
1: around to like every perimeter of pie first um and then yeah you know this daring escape the machine breaking down and then the the sped up kind of montage of them once oh, i was going to say the um the gravy gun
0: gives me such oh. uh oatmeal uh yeah, like yeah absolutely vibes and stuff yeah yeah like just they they make all of that stuff look so like dangerous mm. like the the squashing of the dough and stuff the the shooting of that uh, like when it builds up and it's about to pop it really like it looks like dangerous and
1: scary that you're like oh shit yeah yeah, they really sell all of this kind of on paper silly stuff mm. and then we get the inevitable, you know, Rocky leaving and, you know, betraying the group and stuff. But I do really fucking love that shot of her when she finds the, the other half of the poster or the you know the yeah. bit of the poster that was missing that had the cannon and there's that point of view shot of her walking through the, the crowd of chickens and they're yeah. all looking at her and, like, smiling and, like, excited and then you see their faces drop. The uh, music really with that fucking is wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. And then like that the whole lightning sequence.
0: strike and the rain starts pouring.
1: Yeah, and it's The enchanted angle, yeah. and, like kind of pulling out of the of the spoon in the dirt and
0: stuff. Oh yeah. It's such a good reveal. Like you said, it's sort of you know, it's not doing anything new. The plot is sort of path of the course. Yeah. But they're not like trying to hide that. Like we know that there's something about Rocky that you can't yeah, actually exactly. fly. We know that. Yeah. Uh, he's he's acted that way. He's emoted that way uh, that we can tell he's lying. That yeah. he's being unsure. The fact that he's nervous because now he accidentally his sling fell off of his wing. So they think that he's better. So now he can just fly. We know all, all of that, but we don't know the specifics. And we know that like the circus man showed up looking yeah. for him. But that's like oh, what is it? Having that moment of reveal of like the bottom half of that poster that they were like idolizing over and being like, that's our ticket to freedom mm. has the him getting shot out of a cannon at the bottom when they like rejoin the pieces. It's just like, oh, it's such a good like visual storytelling moment of yeah hitting yeah, that yeah. beat in a really satisfying way that it's not like a, oh my God, I never saw that coming. What a twist. It's just no, so exactly. effective
1: and packs that right emotional punch. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's It's not as though you didn't see it coming, but it still remains like, you're devastated with the chickens, yeah, you know? yeah,
0: <laughs> and that's what it's like. What the good storytelling needs to do is like we need to feel devastated for them, exactly. And yeah. and that's like yes, in framed in such a
1: perfect moment. It's it's almost like the I don't know the obstacles that the filmmakers have set themselves by way of just choosing to work in this medium mean that uh, it's not about doing anything. Particularly, you know, new or, or bold. It's about nailing the fundamentals in a medium that it would be difficult to sell those things to an audience in. Yeah. And they, the, the fact that they pull it off is nothing short of a, of a fucking miracle. It, it deserves the the response that it has. It sits at a, a fucking honourable ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't want to know that fucking three percent. Praise be. Praise be. And then that that final act of the of the film of them. Uh, kind of going like, oh wait, we've got the RAF chicken. <laughs> he can help us build a plane, and like, they 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 whole montage the Chucks the They're
0: like, what's a and crate? The- <laughs> like he's been mumbling this stuff this
1: whole movie, and nobody pays attention to him. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, well, hey, hang on a second. <laughs> it's so great the montage of like going back and forth between them building the the plane and the uh the the chicken pie machine being made. Oh like yes, rebuilt. yeah. That fake out where you think they've got it back online, and then the gravy thing bursts, and you go like, "Oh, you're right there with them again." You, yeah, yeah, you feel the same way you felt the devastation of the of seeing the cannonball. You feel that like sigh of like, "Oh, that was too close." You know, yeah. Park and Lord, they must love their like it's got like
0: Wallace and Gromit like style inventions. Like that's what they're like neat building of things and and hidden things and yeah, like all of that like turning transforming like multiple of their hen houses into this big plane thing yeah and it hits that like right on the head it's just like they love their fucking little transforming secret passage Mm. wacky machines these
1: rube goldberg stop motion animation things they're so satisfying Uh. and seeing it all come together is so satisfying and then they keep the stakes high by having the the pie machine made like kind of come together just as they're not even quite finished with their invention, yes. with their their aircraft, and it's it's you know, they're all you know, no pun intended, flying by the seat of their pants <laughs> for this thing. Well, I love that moment when
0: Mister Tweety goes to grab them, and he just opens it up, and he just sees them all in there, fucking <laughs> yeah. soaring and stuff. And he's yeah. like, "I was right. I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they have been plotting against me." <laughs> like, uh, like a little, just a little bit earlier, like. Love that moment where they're always, uh, like, just... Like, he, he sees a tiny little bit and then they, then they cover it up. Like, mm. when they're having the secret meeting at the beginning and then they all hide and they've got the teapot in one of the, <laughs> the spots. And then he looks back, he's like, what, well, is that a teapot? And they've got, like, a knitted <laughs> thing that they've put over the top of it, like a tea cozy yeah. that makes it look like a chicken. And he's like, oh, must be seeing things sort of thing and keeps going like that. Normally it is like... Oh, they're nope. They're just going back to being chickens. Like when he sees them doing push-ups, yeah, and then he's like, "Mrs. Tweety, they're pecking." <laughs> but then when they're looking over through the binoculars at them fixing the the the, the pie machine, mm. and he sees them, and he's like, "What?" And then they just like nonchalantly, like whistle on the spot.
1: <laughs> I love it when they, when they pretend just on that, when they pretend to be pecking, they look like they're pretending to be chickens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look like chickens doing an impression of chickens.
0: Something that I did notice in the, 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 the grand HD ness of watching it this time was I really like their use of like practical lenses for those like binoculars. Like you actually get that mm. effect that when they're, when Mac and uh, Ginger are looking through one eye hole each and then they pull their heads back, you get Mm. that, like, perspective. And it's Mm -hmm. also with Mac's glasses. I really like that, that they are, like, these little lenses that are magnifying the eyeballs behind it. Mm. And it's not some, like, effect that they've done after the fact. Like, it is all of that, like, traditional
1: stop-motion stuff. Yeah, well, again, it's those neat, thoughtful, uh, attentive little touches, Mm. that attention to detail. it, it, It sets all of their stuff apart. And then yeah, getting
0: to see all of the chickens like leap onto Mister Tweety. Oh man, and it's tie so stuff.
1: Again, it's the thing that you know is coming. You've seen it in fucking. If you're a kid, you know you've seen it in A Bug's Life. You've seen it in in Toy any Story other. with like Toy Story. Stuff, yeah, the yeah, toys yeah, exactly. Grab, jump on like, him. like it's yeah that that um yeah them them finally standing up to the big bully or whatever and and j- jumping on him. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's still so exciting when she's like attack. And you're like yeah, <laughs> get him. Uh, especially the fact that like you get that that like the close ups of the eyes of like yeah. Mr. Tweedy looking at it like it was cuz he's 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 always had like you know a bone to pick with you with with Ginger. Mm. And then it's just exciting beat after exciting beat for the rest of the the movie. It's it's so fucking awesome. Yeah, in the same way that
0: they pull off the
1: dramatic vibe and moments
0: and tone of a film although it is this ridiculous silly premise stop motion mm. animated When it's time for the third act, big action adventure conclusion, they also pull that off at the scale of this ridiculous stop-motion animation film. Mm, mm. Um, It never feels like the tone gets too
1: wacky or uh, falls flat or anything. And the Tweedies never feel like any less of a threat. Like they never become, uh, I guess, you know, Mr. Tweety being the exception because that's kind of his character. He is kind of bumbling uh, and stuff, but like he still manages to get up and knock uh, yeah, the ramp n- out of the way. Knock the ramp, yeah. Um, he he's still you know wicked. And then when Mrs Tweedy comes in with the hatchet, like <laughs> that's that's up there with um, I've forgotten her name. Uh, the 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 woman in the frighteners, mm, yeah. Like that level of like mania in her eyes, in these little little claymation eyes. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and like the fact that she's like hanging
0: off the back of. Their little plane and stuff is amazing. Like oh, I love it. It's, it's so exciting. It's like ridiculous to the like nth degree. Like uh, Babs giving the little safety pink scissors to try <laughs> for Ginger to try and cut it and stuff,
1: while she's like wielding an axe around and stuff. Man, that that those shots of her like with the the hatchet in her mouth. Oh yeah, like, climbing up the the rope. <laughs> she's like slams into the poster, the billboard. Yeah, and then when uh, Ginger falls down and like finds herself like face to face with it the reveal shot of the bit of poster with her like smiling and shit on it pulling it off and she's like murderous <laughs> underneath it's so fucking good it's it's again it's funny but it's also exciting and yep. scary especially for a kid oh it's fucking great. Right. <coughs>
0: And I love I feel like it's a little nod to it's not too on the nose or anything. M- my my take is that when they get back on the crate and we see the gravy explode into the mushroom cloud, it's like the yeah. um it's like the drop ship like escaping at the end of aliens. <laughs> it is too, yeah. Like, well it's, yeah, it's
1: that that final, you know, action movie explosion. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, to the point where it's got like the flash before it almost has like a mushroom cloud look. <laughs> yeah, to it. Like the
0: way that the gravy falls is like a mushroom yeah. cloud. Although that's like really fucking scary. For a kid, or even now, when Mrs. Tweety falls back into the big gravy tank and it's, like, filling up and her head Uh, is stuck in it, and it's, like, like this boiling boiling hot gravy, you're like, holy shit, her face is going to get melted. Like, we kind of get to see her Looney Tunes style after the explosion with, like, the rim around her waist blown out like a funny skirt, and you're like, oh, she's fine. But, like, it didn't, like, the danger that preceded it didn't look like Looney Tunes' danger. That looked like some fucking horrifying claustrophobic shit
1: it looks like a Roald Dahl villain ending. Yeah, you know? yeah, true, true. The 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 baddie has to get its, you know, comeuppance at the end and it should, the, the punishment should fit the crime. <laughs> the fake-out of Ginger, like, ch- chewing on the wire and the axe coming down. Yeah. Man, I remember being right there with Rocky in the cinema, just like, no! <laughs> really threw me as a kid. Like, didn't scar me or anything, but, like, I was so, like, <laughs> like mouth agape, like, <laughs> No! <laughs> uh, to the point where I feel like I, I can recall my dad kind of, like, putting his hand on my shoulder and being like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> just Wait, just like, hold on. There we go. He's so cool, you know. Uh, and, again, just so satisfying, her her getting the last kind of... Yeah. Holding the wires and kind of shrugging and being like, bye. <laughs> That's the
0: thing that I love as well, that they're, they're acting such like humans and you don't know ever how much of that they can actually, like, see or tell. Like, Mm, can they actually talk? And, Mm. like, did Mr. Tweety actually hear them say attack or not? Like, when uh, Mrs. Tweety is hanging by that thread of those, like, fairy lights, those Christmas tree lights, and she's Mm. like, bye, ta-ta, and drops it and, like, waves, like, triumphantly. It's like, are they seeing the anthropomorphic, like, features that we are? Like, it's-
1: yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't really it matter. It doesn't matter, like, but I like that it's just like fucking... I, re- I like that it's not kind of explained. there, are like no. you know, talking chickens or anything like that. Like it's this kind of... Like the absurdity of it it, it is—it is the absurdity, but it's also the—it's—it's that—it's that that cosmic joke thing where, like, we've all felt like an inanimate object (laughs) or something that couldn't possibly have something against us is fucking with us. You know, (laughs) it's been like when you when you when you open the door for your cat because it's standing there and then it looks at you and then fucks off. Like, part of you feels as though it's looked at you, going, "Nah, fuck you," and, and left you with the with the fucking cold breeze coming in. Part of you feels personally attacked by that, so I like <laughs> the idea that Mrs. Tweedy's like, "This chicken's fucking with me," you yeah. know. That Ginger, you know, whether or not like they could directly communicate, there's a, a, a an in, there's like a moment of like, "I win, I yes. got you, fuck yeah. you, bye." It's wonderful. Yeah, the whole movie's fucking wonderful. It's it's really good fun. It's a really effective kids film, um, family film. It's just a really effective film all around. Again, uh, setting those. Those, bar- those parameters to work within, it, it like, strengthens the whole thing because mm. they have to really make everything work to make us buy that these chickens are, you know, doing this thing and that we should care about that.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think that there's, like, a single moment as I was watching it that I wasn't, like, chuckling to myself pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Uh, if yeah, not yeah, outright, yeah. like, just, like, got like laughing out loud
1: at some of the, oh. the funny lines. Yeah, the the knitted noose had me <laughs> got really well, that's the thing good. like
0: Babs is so hilarious because she is that
1: uh just completely out of it on like well, it's a different plane. funny that plane. she like well yeah she's like she's got such a sunny disposition. Yeah. You could swear that she just wasn't aware of the severity of the things that were going on which exactly. seems like the case for the most part. Yeah. But then to see her go so that, hard in the that other far direction. Down, yeah.
0: <laughs> when she's thinking that solitary confinement is is holiday. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Solitary confinement. It's nice
1: to get away for a bit. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> she she represents that that kind of like, you know, Stiff upper lip, yeah, yeah, yeah. British thing, you yeah, know? keep calm and carry on, all that, exactly, shit. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, no, this was a, a blastery visit and, and a lot of fun to just talk about. And I don't think we need to necessarily, um, like I, I, I kind of came away from this one going, I just really like this movie, and I can explain the reasons I like this movie, but they're not particularly deep. There's not, no, there's not like no. something, uh, you know, deeper at play thematically or anything that makes me really vibe with this film to the point where I. I kind of went. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to have enough material for this, for this <laughs> podcast. I think we've done fine. No, yeah, we've done. But well. usually, usually, I will wait until after we've done a podcast to like look up, you know, video essays and, and stuff to see what other people have gotten out of this thing. And, and sometimes, if I'm feeling like lacking in in uh, ideas, uh, particularly if it's a film that you've you know brought to the table and I'm not coming to it with with any preconceived stuff, I'll check out some video essays and and I'll you know make sure to to mention like, oh, I was watching this and you know this guy mentioned this and i thought that was a good point or whatever interesting parallels in the, this on in the that, podcast you know. yeah 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 for this one i thought i'll oh, i'll have a look and see if there's any any good video essay <laughs> stuff out there on chicken run and man the world of video essays is getting weird oh, i tell really? you. in the <laughs> last yeah yeah man uh, I, I just to read a couple of um uh titles from from youtube if you search chicken run video essay the first bunch of titles we've got uh why chicken run is the greatest film ever made Chicken Run is a feminist masterpiece, parentheses, a video essay. <laughs> Everyone is sleeping on Chicken Run. Uh, and the greatest piece of communist art, colon, Chicken Run. What? Okay. Fuck me, Dad. I- Jesus Christ. Those first
0: <laughs> yeah. three I can just understand as like hyperbolic title to like get people in and be like, all right, what the fuck are they going on about here? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would go as far as saying that this film is basically perfect. I think yeah, this is yeah, excellently yeah. executed on everything they've tried to do. There's not one standout thing that goes like, oh, man, there was that, that one joke really didn't land. It was strange. Like, I think it's all really humorous. It's all really good and consistent. The pace is wonderful. The characters, like, individual writing of each character is really nice and distinct and consistent. Like, there's, there's no improvement to be made. That's why I think it's, no. like, a perfect film for what it is setting out to yeah. do. Exactly. Wonderful. Yes, I would say. I would. I Best would film ever made. Echo those you know, like let's just not throw that type of like phrase around because no, we've got different genres because like you're into different things at different times. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty ridiculous. I was going to say, yeah, no, you don't need you don't need a video essay when you just go. Yeah, but what about when they take Ginger into the pie machine and <laughs> and Mac goes, we mustn't panic, and then all of the chickens just go. ah! And it's just, like, them just, like, fucking screaming. It's just, like, it's just so fucking funny just looking at that. The way that they animate it, it's, like, everything through and through. The reason this is a stop-motion animated film is because, like, none of the humour would read as funny if it was, like, obviously you can't do live-action chickens, Mm. truly live-action chickens, but, like, the stylization of the animation makes everything so much more funny and heightened of them screaming like that all in the pack or when they start uh, revolting against each other and fighting when Rocky's left and she turns around and they're in that big dog pile in the mud (laughs) and Fowler has to like, you know, peel his face out of the mud.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's all got like this kind of, uh, it's got such, it's got such a huge amount of character to it. It gives everything such a, a character and, Again, those little little things like you see the thumbprints of yeah, you know, the animators. Well, and that's stuff. the thing. It's, like we haven't. It's got a textural quality.
0: Like I think we 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 absolutely sucked the medium stick in the Wallace and Grommet episode, but we barely mentioned it here. That just like it is such a time consuming uh, medium to Labor work in, love. and yeah. just the quality is stunning. The fact that you can just switch off and forget that it is. Physically, these are real physical items that humans have had to move with their hands.
1: Yeah, for yeah. Every single you frame. You really get to, you really get to sit with and just take it for granted. Let, yeah, let, yeah. It just like washes over you just be at some entertained. point. Yeah, and not take into account that, like, uh, I, hey, I did. Uh, this is actually a, a a little fact from factoid from the Why Chicken Run is the greatest film ever made uh, video. I'd okay, say. cool. But the fact that they would spend an entire day getting like two to three seconds of animation. Yeah. And and if they finished a week and managed to get you know a, a minute done, they would pop a they would pop the champagne. Yeah, we get to take all of that for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to go oh,
0: funny chicken. We're, we're just like, oh yeah, of course the chicken makes me feel sad and dramatic, and I'm feeling what they're supposed to feel. And it's like they're fucking little pieces of like clay puppets that someone took photos of and then ran through, you know. It's it's that like that magic of animation, the magic of like yeah, just storytelling in movies that you're like, yeah. you, you fucking you you buy all of it, yeah, and you yeah. get swept up and you get entertained and you uh-huh. care about these characters and stuff. It is it is truly
1: a marvel. I would love, just, just to, to, to wrap this up, I would love for you to start a, a YouTube video with, remember in Chicken Run where the chickens said don't panic and then all the chickens went? Ah! <laughs> well, over the, over the next 45 minutes, I will be explaining to you. I will be breaking down for you why this is the greatest. This grow- is like, empirically I love- funny. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you, you give uh, Chicken Run the video I say treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will I will wrap this up on, on this note. I finished watching the movie. I came out to the kitchen and no shit, my dad had just bought a chicken pie. <laughs> nice. Popped it in the oven. I'm going to enjoy that later. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, consider sharing the podcast around. That word of mouth is incredibly helpful. And if you'd like to help us out monetarily, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash Review. And, of course, if you're not sure how to share
0: the podcast around, just start with your friend and say, you know in Chicken Run when they say, don't panic?
1: And they all go, <laughs> have you ever wondered why that's so funny? These guys have got your covered. Listen yes. to this episode. <laughs> Links to all of our socials are in the episode description. You can hit us up on any one of those. And tell us, what's the funniest chicken bit in Chicken Run? Yeah, tell us the f- funniest line or just funniest like visual moment. Or break down, why is Chicken Run a feminist masterpiece? (laughs) Next week, Michael, uh, how do you you follow this up? How do you follow up the greatest film ever made slash feminist masterpiece slash uh, communist gobbledygook?
0: Well, it's definitely not a feminist masterpiece, but it is a comedy. I want to stick on comedy. I was noticing that we haven't done any, like, TV shows in a while. So this is a much beloved tv show of mine but i'm just going to pick the first season to do because i think we'll okay. get a few episodes out of it because it's a, a lot to
1: go through i want to yeah. do season one of the mighty boosh oh my goodness <laughs> okay I, I was literally talking with with a friend the other day about like the mighty boosh i haven't sat down and watched it in years yeah same. Probably, a, probably a decade like i've, I've blinked point.
0: and suddenly i think it's probably been a decade for me so
1: i'm yeah keen as ah, as... excellent very exciting all right. Well, join us next time where we'll find out whether or not our hindsight truly is 2020, or if we've just been wearing rose-tinted glasses. Fire! 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 fire I say! Ascension in the ranks, precisely what Jenny would have wanted. The old divide and conquer. And oh no, proper squadron worked together just like we did in my RAF days. Jocko at the stick, flappy at the map. Another whizz bang of the tail end, Charlie. Winker give the call. Hop in the old crate. Chucks away. Ah, <laughs> wizard shade was. That's how you get medals. <sighs>
0: <sighs> Will you shut up about your stupid <gasps> blooming medals? <gasps> Ooh.